welcome back to the Trust Your Gut Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Devitt, and with me are my two favorite co-hosts on the planet, Luke Beer and Susan Carroll. How are we doing, boys? Another beautiful Friday night. Good evening, fellas. I'm loving it. It's Friday. Grab yourself a beer. I'm ready to get started. I'm very excited. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have a, a podcast for you guys on Thursday. Um, we had a little bit of an audio difficulties, uh, but those should be fixed now. Um, and we should be up and running, ready to go. We're going to do a quick Thursday Night Football recap, uh, unfortunately, with uh, what we had uh, this last Thursday. God, was that a bad game. Um, and we're going to be previewing um, a fantastic college football slate and a very dangerous NFL Week 6 slate. Uh, we'll be debuting a new segment this week, led by Luke Beer deemed the preposterous props and plays. And I'm very excited for what we got with this week. You boys ready? I was born ready to absolutely shit on last night's game. Yeah. Absolutely. What a what a fucking shit show. Excuse awful. my language, but wow. It was just bad. That game deserved uh, it. One one touchdown. I mean, great touchdown. But Finally got a touchdown on a Thursday night game. Thank God. Oh, yeah. It was a while. A while. Yep. Good throw by Justin but, Fields. Yeah, yeah. His old line I'm indifferent him about hurt. him, though. I'm very indifferent about Justin Fields because he can look good, but he also can look super, super bad and bottom four in the league. So I don't know how to move forward with Justin Fields, but in my feelings wise. My takeaway from yesterday's horrible game was Chicago really should calm on the Justin Fields slander because he is the only thing they have going for them on offense. Um, Eberflus, I don't know who their offensive coordinator is, but Eberflus is not working with him close enough right now to scheme open something. I mean, even if they wanted to get some like quick quick pass, uh, passing concepts working for Justin Fields to just get some completions and get some actual passing yards in the stat book that they can't catch. Like, it, it, it they're, they're very inept on offense. Um, Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery both have a game on the ground. Um, but if that's going to be their identity, then they should just go straight to it. They should be running pro. They should have both of them in the backfield, and they should be running an option with, uh, with Justin Fields to have some play action, like, ability. Like, if... if an NFL wide receiver is wide open. Even if he's on the Bears, they will catch the ball. But it, it it's just it's just frustrating to watch. There's just no there's no scheme. There's no identity. Um, they they haven't fully committed to the run, which I think they need to do. Um, they hired a defensive coordinator, uh, a defensive guy in Eberflus to go back to traditional Chicago football. But um, their defense isn't really even the identity. Like they're good. They have they have a great squad uh, on on the defensive side, but when you need to score points, uh, there's just there's just no commitment to to the run or to the pass, and it's it's just kind of frustrating to watch. And I, I really don't like watching the Bears, especially in prime time. Well, yeah, I mean they're not looking great. Um, obviously, as we saw from last night, I think the thing with Justin Fields is is that they're kind of going through growing pains with him. Um, I think, yeah, they do need to stick with the run game right now and really force, you know, Herbert, Montgomery to even get Fields moving ball because Fields had almost 90 rushing yards alone last night. He Fields was doing isn't it all. The problem. And no, he's not the problem. But I think 
he, and we see his capability of his throwing arm after that great pass for a touchdown. But I think they just need to like, I think what Eberflus is trying to do is kind of force him into passing the ball more. It's not going to win them games and it's going to look really bad. Um, but I think that's kind of what they're going for. But I think they need to still stick to a heavy run game rather than it seems like they're really forcing fields to kind of get out of his comfort zone and try to throw the ball. Yeah. Um, and we know that he has the capability to throw a good ball. Um, but right now with the Chicago O-line, this offense, this receiving core, this is just not the time to do it. Yeah. Um, again, growing pains with it, but yeah, they really need to get back to a run game because they've got a great backfield and fields is one of the most mobile quarterbacks in the league right now. So yeah, get with that run game still force a throw once in a while. Cause Darnell Mooney's still good. I like him. Um, but yeah, stick with the run game in Chicago. Yeah, I would. If I was Chicago's front office, I would look directly because the NFL is a copycat league. You'll hear that all over the place. I would look directly at the Baltimore Ravens and the Philadelphia Eagles. They have uh, proven that they are able to establish the run, and that has become their identity. Uh, their quarterbacks don't have the most strong or accurate arms, but they make it work. Uh, they uh, they have weapons that can blow the top off the defense to have some respect uh, in the secondary to be able to establish some form of run with um, a very rotational backfield. Miles Sanders isn't, uh, isn't even the, the primary uh, uh, runner on Philadelphia. And he's having a great year, but like there's multiple guys that, uh, that can produce in that offense. Um, and I think there can be multiple guys to produce on Chicago as well. But it's, it's, they need to look at what Baltimore is doing with Lamar and they need to look at what Philadelphia is doing with Jalen Hurts currently and try to replicate it in some kind of form, uh, shape or form to have a, a way to put up points because you're not going to there's no way you can uh, you can win a game scoring 13 points a week. It's it's awful. Yeah, just a really bad showing. Um we like we all said a lot like the rest of the US took the over on this one, or I mean, took the under, excuse me, and uh, great win there with the under. We all saw it from a mile away. Um, Yeah, I didn't even break 20 points. So there you go with that. Um, Thursdays are always weird, though, so you never know what to really expect. So that's good that we did have that under there. It was pretty solid lock. Yeah, I mean, we also had uh, Wentz is now still undefeated on Thursday nights, um, but – his over of two twenty and a half wasn't even close since he didn't even break a hundred yards. He didn't throw um, for triple digits. Dude. And then Curtis Samuel getting forty eight or even forty plus was a pipe dream. I mean, he only had six yards. Um, yeah, so it's kind of that was my bad. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I really it's like, just unpredictability of the Washington offense. Yeah. Because um, I mean, Wentz threw for three hundred fifty six yards on Sunday, and then he throws for ninety nine last night. Yeah. Um, but hey, also shout out Wentz for that insanely. Sweet block, dude's getting it as well. I mean, he's he's always been a tough quarterback. I've even as a Colts fan, I can't hate on Wentz because I mean, dude really tries his best out there. He just gets put into bad spots a lot ever since uh, he got injured during that Super Bowl run in Philly. Um, but I mean, it's 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 really tough to sympathize with Washington or either honestly both sides of that game last night. Um, but yeah, Wentz didn't come through not even close Curtis Samuel didn't come through not even close that's the name of the game baby we life goes on and we get better life goes on I've been looking at Carson Wentz a lot like 
I view Jameis Winston, unfortunately. Just like guys who are really going to uh, like try to sell out and like provide for the team, but just are too clumsy with the ball or or just make the wrong mistake at the wrong time in the NFL. There's only four or five plays in a, uh, in a game where if you if you throw if you throw a few picks, you're screwed. Uh, Carson Wentz is just one of those guys. And I've been looking at those guys pretty similarly moving forward. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want to bet on him anymore. I, I'm kind of out on Carson Wentz. It, Two weeks in a row. Yeah, it's bad. We get, we get bad Thursday night games. Honestly, Bezos sell Thursday night football and give it to Disney Channel. Because, oh my God, I can't take. Bro, it I feel bad I for tell you, man. big old Jeffrey. They've been they've thrown they're throwing these absolute bullshit games on primetime Thursday because they know it's the only football game on in America and people are gonna watch it. That's why we had the barn burner last week. We had the shit bowl this week, and then next week hopefully we're gonna get better. We got Saints Cardinals next Thursday. Next Thursday looks um, great. I'm, then, I'm okay with that. Beautiful for this week. I sure. he's on my he's been he's been stashed on my bench for over a month and I'm very excited to use him next week. Lucky um, bastard. And then, unfortunately, we have one more barn burner of a primetime game. We're going to have uh, Chargers Broncos on Monday night. They're putting Russ in primetime again. God bless the NFL for that one. How the <laughs> NFL didn't flex that Chiefs Bills game to Monday night? Beyond me. Oh, it's so bad. That they should have looked at that last week immediately and flexed it. Like it, I think it's in play. To, I think you can flex past. Week four, I think. I'm pretty sure you can, yeah. It, I I am very upset with what we have on Monday versus having mm-hmm. uh, versus that game being at one Eastern time. I'm like, oh, so so bad. I'm very upset yeah, that that isn't on prime time. But you know, I'm assuming we have some plays on that game uh, when we move to our fast forward. How can you not? It's football. It's great. There's a game on. Well, I think that about covers it for Thursday night. Um, I, it was enough with a terrible, and I think we can move on to a very exciting Saturday slate. Yes, sir. I'm pumped for this week for college. I'm this very a, pumped. We're having so, There's so many, many good, good games. games. So many good games. Uh, do either of you gentlemen want to lead us off for the fast four uh, of this college slate? I will remind you all that beer last week was one two and one, and two five and one overall in, in college against the spread. Sterling was two and two last week. Uh, in his first week against the spread, and I was one two and one last week, and three four and one overall against the spread in college. So I'm I'm excited to see what you boys have to have to say for the college slate. I will start us off, and because I know it's going to be very controversial, um, you two are probably no, not probably. You guys are going to go against me here, but my first pick this week is Kansas plus eight and a half. I'm riding, with the <laughs> I'm riding with the public here. Oh, it was a dude. bad, tough loss. It's tough loss for Kansas last week. I mean, uh, just back and forth. And um, I think that I think they have a, a decent game, decent showing with, against Oklahoma, who looks really, really bad. And who's to say Oklahoma could have a bounce back game too? But I mean, I I see it going. I see it going close. Do you know how much the public loves Kansas in this game? Was it 72 percent oh, of the bets in Vegas right now on Kansas plus eight and a half? I know eight and a half is a lot, 
but I, it as we've been shown to uh, show on the show a few weeks in a row, college isn't eight and a half in college is not the same as eight and a half in the NFL. Uh, eight and a half ain't covering much. Uh, Oklahoma is is struggling. I, I totally agree. But seeing seventy two percent of the bets on Kansas, which I personally would have taken if I had action in that game, it, it just really scares me, and I, I immediately took it off my fast four. I, I I probably would like Kansas plus eight and a half if it weren't for seeing how heavy the public was on on them. Um, Rockhawk Jayhawk. Uh, hopefully the public gets a W, but I, I can't. I can't when it's that when it's that lopsided. I just can't do it. I'm gonna write it out. We'll see. Um, I, I like them either way. Public or public um, favor favors them. Oh well. But my second one here is going to be Tennessee plus eight and a half. Another public one. Dude. Public favors them a lot too. Like eighty-seven percent or some shit, dude. Reasonably so. They look amazing. They look great. Yeah, hey, Rocky I, Top, baby. I'm gonna I'm gonna step in real quick. For my first fast four, I do have Bama minus seven and a half. I, I, I can't. I, when when I saw the public that much on um, on Tennessee, Tennessee looks great. They're rolling. Um, but I mean, Bryce Young is back. I, I'm I'm gonna take I, in the. I have developed my strategy now that of what I learned last week. I'm riding with who I think is the better quarterback in the majority of these matchups. I am riding with Bryce Young and the Crimson Tide to cover seven and a half uh, against uh, a very solid Tennessee squad, um, and I ex- expect to for all those Tide fans to be smoking cigars on uh, on Saturday. This is in Tennessee, and it's yep. going to be damn electric. Mm-hmm. It's game day. It's be damn close it is. with game day. They will have the sheriff himself, Peyton Manning, on site. For this I wonder game. who I wonder who he's taking in this match. <laughs> oh my god! What a question. <laughs> no, you know what? I would I feel more strong with this one here than I do with Kansas. Okay. I, I, I really like Tennessee. This could be a huge upset. Say they don't even say they cover and win. Like, like I don't. I that's where I'm at. With the, I love your enthusiasm, Tennessee. I, yeah. So. It, uh, yeah, Alabama's just been the big brother to Tennessee for too many years. I don't think this is the year with, uh, where they can overcome that. Uh, Bryce Young is daddy, and I think Tennessee will have to watch the Bama fans smoke cigars in Tennessee oh, wow. once again, like they do every single year. Um, it's I, I'm taking. I, I think Bama covers seven and a half, but it will be a really fun game to watch, and I'm I'm very stoked to watch it on Saturday. In uh, Sterling's defense, I did lean Kansas and Tennessee. I did not take either of them because I got scared. Um, (laughs) But I was leaning both those ways. Um, Yeah, Kansas, I just don't – I haven't – they had to bring in their backup against TCU last week and were able to hold their own pretty well, I think. I think their backup did pretty well. Um, Oklahoma, it's just kind of a fade Oklahoma until they prove otherwise type deal for me on that end. Um, Tennessee, same reasons as Sterling. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be booming down there in Knoxville. Yeah, like I say, you got Peyton Manning running around there, telling them, to, telling them to put all their money on eighteen of roulette. <laughs> I mean, 
man, it's Rocky Top's going to be popping, and it's going to be a good game environment. Um, like I said, I got too scared on both those, so I couldn't take. So who oh, do you man, have for your first fast four pick, Beer? Uh, for my first of the fast four, I'm taking Oklahoma State plus three and a half at TCU. Um, TCU is doing all right. They had a good um, win last week. But Oklahoma State, um, they are eight and one straight up and six one and one ATS last eight versus ranked opponents. Um, and they're going into TCU, who barely beat Kansas. And Kansas has a pretty, they have a good offense, but Kansas defense is always kind of sketchy. They pushed against um, the spread last week, and they pushed, yeah. So, and I think Oklahoma State's been playing great ball. We saw them blow out ASU a few weeks ago. Um, They've been kind of on a tear recently. I'm really liking the Cowboys in this matchup getting it. I could see this coming down to a field goal if it really comes to you. But I mean, I also see Oklahoma State winning this outright. So it's kind of, I like them in the spot, um, stats and everything. Um, Cowboys three and a half for sure. I think I'd expect a lot of points in that matchup as well. That too, oh, yes. Yeah. I think that over's really high. I'm not surprised. Very tasty there. I think that's one, one bet we can all agree on that, or one line that we can all agree on. That is going to most likely hit. I would, I would definitely great. consider the over in that game. Yeah, and um, I mean it's a great pick by YouTube here. Um, very close on taking that one as well. For my second pick, sixty-eight and a half. Jeez. For my second uh, pick of uh, our fast forward for the college slate, I'm going to ride uh, with another fantastic quarterback. And who I rode with last week, I'm taking Texas minus fourteen. I, I don't I don't care about his fourteen points. Holy Qu- shit. Quinn Ewers is the truth. I think this is my strategy this week. I'm taking a who I believe to be a great quarterback. Um Texas has been a wagon against the spread. They've only lost one matchup against um against the spread, and that was when it was uh, on their second loss of the season. When they still didn't have Quinn, um, they're they're incredible. They put up points. Um, I think they can cover fourteen. Iowa State um, is kind of sorry uh, this year. Um, I just don't think that they'll be able to keep up with a pretty dynamic uh, Texas offense and an underrated defense. Like they're a very solid squad. Um, I think they'll jump pretty significantly in the rankings after this game this week. Um, yeah, I think they can cover 14. I was going to say, uh, right now, Texas is minus 15 and a half currently. Oh, fantastic. Um, I'll, t- I'll take it. I don't care. And I was looking at this game, actually. Give me minus 21 alternate line. I was I don't, looking at I don't this care. game, and I was going to go on the, the Iowa State side of this. Wow. Um, I was going to go, and when I was looking at it, I liked Iowa State uh, because they have won their last three matchups against Texas. Um, but Texas is 2-0 straight up and ATS with Ewers uh, behind center. So, I mean, it's kind of a – I think I think the six it, that being 15.5, uh, 1.16.5 is kind of a public overreaction to the absolute ass-kicking that Texas gave Oklahoma last week. That's – I mean, it's not a lot of points for college ball, but it's also a lot of points. Um, so I looked at it. I didn't take it. But I can't really – you can't really go against uh, Quinn Ewers right now. I'm sticking with Texas. It's a bold pick, and I mean, I I love Texas too, but Welcome horns, I baby. personally am gonna I'm gonna stray away. 
Fair enough. Yeah. From that Can't one touch us. Do we each have two of our no. uh, our picks out there right now? Oh, beer, you only have one. Beer. Beer, what was your uh, my second for the week. Uh, I'm going back to Old Faithful. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm hitting. No, no. Not, it's not who you think it is. I'm hitting uh, Clemson Tigers minus three and a half at Florida State. Oh, thank God. No, I'm not touching the Falcons this week. They can. <laughs> they, I'm, I'm going to wait until they can actually prove me right again. Uh, okay, no, Clemson uh, getting three and a half at Florida State. I don't really understand this line. Um, I mean, Clemson's covered two straight. Um, they're playing like some of the best ball they've played since they won a title. Um, Florida State's got some good guys, but they're also missing some players this week. Um, I mean, Florida State should be rocking. Not bad, man. I think DJ's kind of been playing well. No, they're no DJ is really good. I like. I really like the Tigers this year. Um, I'm He's really thinking that. Yeah, three and a half is weird because I mean Clemson's number four in the country. They're currently, if the playoffs started today, they would be in a college football playoff spot. Right, and then Florida State's not ranked. They're good, but I think them only being favored by a little over a field goal is—it's either a trap or it's a public overreaction to something. Um, but either way, I really like Clemson in this spot. I don't see why it's this low. Um, so yeah, Clemson three and a half for sure. Cool, great segue for me because I'm fading you. You're just—are you kidding me, dude? You're just the villain this week. I'm a villain this week. They're at the line changed to four and a half. Um, I I totally believe it's a trap game. It is 100% a trap game, and Clemson to me does not look it. I I don't. I'm not buying into Clemson. I just can't this this year. It's just not doing it for me. The play defensively, offensively, they got some dogs on both sides, but I just don't like it. Um, All right, well, I'll so, still take him at four and a half, so kiss my ass. That's fine. But also, best of luck. <laughs> Sterling's really playing villain ball down there. The yeah, dirty Sterling's fades. A, yeah, I mean, you, you can have that beef with Devin, but I'm right across the hall, bud. You better watch it. <laughs> Anything to keep that uh, that lead uh, on your percentage, huh? Anything. Anything. Whatever it takes. Well, for my third uh, third pick against the spread in the college slate. Um, I'm riding with Penn State, plus seven, against Michigan. Uh, Penn State's 3-2 against the spread. Michigan's not, hasn't played as hot against the spread this year. Uh, Harbaugh and Michigan has had a knack for keeping these kind of games really close. Um, if Penn State's getting a touchdown, it just makes me feel a little closer. Both undefeated squads, it's going to be a good game. Uh, I just think it stays close, and I, Penn State has a knack for uh, keeping these close as well. Um, I think it'll be a good game, and if I'm getting a touchdown, might as well take the Nittany Lions. Yeah, this was also a game I was looking at. Uh, I was definitely going to go on the Penn State side of this. Um, yeah, they're going back to the big house in Ann Arbor, um, but the problem for that is it's a Big Ten matchup, and you yep. know that's going to be just a disgusting, just brawl of a football game mm-hmm. um they had michigan maryland in the big house a few weeks ago and they only beat maryland by like five right and maryland's not a bad squad but they're definitely not penn state and penn state being touchdown underdogs i looked at it i couldn't take it for some reason i was just i i just couldn't hop on that game um but i really like that pick yeah michigan's only two or two against the spread they're 
Uh, I don't like it. Uh, they they have they they just have a tradition of playing a lot of these Big Ten matchups a lot closer than they should be. They should win this game. They should win it by probably ten, but I I don't see it. Uh, I think Penn State follows tradition, keeps it close, and who knows? Maybe can win outright. I like it. Yeah, good picks there. On the twenty-four-year-old quarterback Sean Clifford. Yeah, I do like I do like Clifford. I don't. He's twenty-four that years old. That scares the shit out of me. He's, he's, a, ve- so he's a veteran who's going to keep the game close. That's why I'm riding with the pick. I'm sticking with my theme of the better quarterback this he's week. Shit the bed. But dude, that terror. Uh, he's twenty-four. Yeah, so, I mean, ugh. yeah, it is what it is. But tasty there, tasty pick. Um, for my last one here, just to top off my four underdog picks for the week, I am picking. LSU, APS. You're a villain. I'm gonna tell you what. One of mine was Florida two and a half. Fuck. Yeah, me and Beer are both on the other end of that. I believe. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Florida was my third. I'm taking Florida minus three, 100. percent There's, oh, Brian Kelly's a fraud. I mean, they're both three and three. They're both three and three against the spread and all. Um. And when I look at that, I'm like, all right, who do I think is just going to win outright? And I think Florida. I think Florida is just the better squad. Um, Jaden's not very good. Uh, sticking with my theme, riding with Florida. You know, and I can even see here. Um, I, I know it is a risky, risky one because it is two and a half. Um, if somehow it goes up to three and a half, yeah, I'm taking it for sure. Um, just right now, it keeps me on the fence but um i'm gonna ride it i'm gonna ride with it those half points a lot of the time don't matter as much in college yeah like, i always get confused with you know how, points how much fluctuate quite a bit. i mean the three and a half the seven half is kind of more of an nfl type right. deal but i understand here i i kind of would lean the same way if it was three and a half but uh i cannot go against the gators in gainesville on tom petty day uh, I won't back down. We'll be blaring from every speaker in a 10-mile radius in that town. It is going to be electric. They're going to be jamming. That house is going to burn to the ground for Tom Petty. Absolutely. I can, and Brian Kelly, as a Notre Dame fan, is a fraud. He's a stooge. He's a sellout. <laughs> he has been nothing but a pain in the ass for the LSU franchise. I'm getting kind of heated here. But he – and then Jade Daniels transferred over there. LSU has not – shown that they're the powerhouse program that they used to be and Florida's been rolling mm-hmm. and I can't go against them in a home game when Tom Petty is going to be all hey baby bow, now, 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 from everywhere in that building <laughs> I Tom I Petty agree with you now after that analysis it's, Tom Petty and Tom Petty and Jaden Daniels on the other end that just that just screams Florida minus three for me I'm with beer 100% Oh, man. Nah, you're just to... playing the villain. You have to stick to your gut. As uh, Bruce Brown from uh, the Hammer Don Boys out in Indy, um, this is what he would like to call a five-star play. This is my favorite of the slate this week. Um, I'm fired up. from uh, My favorite out of the fast, my fast four, more like. Love but it. I'm fired up for this Florida game. Yeah, I'm pretty – you know what? I will say it was in between here and it was in between – taking Utah ATS. Um, That'll be a fun game. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. 
they're both risky as hell. Back to um, baby. I wanted I wanted to take USC and Caleb Williams really bad because it would have really would have fit my narrative for this week, but I couldn't do it because I have a really soft spot for the Utah Utes this year. Uh, I couldn't do it. Do. I think both squads are really good. Um, I think personally, I think USC would have covered. So me and Sterling we've been <laughs> back and forth uh, this entire time uh, for this college slate, but I'm just really excited for uh, this slate tomorrow morning. Uh, in regards to that USC Utah game, uh, they announced Utah announced that their helmets tomorrow are going to have the the running back, that fresh running back who got shot and killed in the off season. They're painting him on the side of all their helmets and That's painting big. his foundation logo on the back, and they're all having his last name on their jersey. Very cool. Uh, I cannot go against Utah with that badass memorial to their teammate. Very cool. I didn't take them my fast four, but if I was taken aside, um, the Trojans can kiss my ass. Uh, the Utes are going to roll at home. I think the I think they're playing for the boy. I think the Trojans are probably the best chance for the Pac-12 getting a, a spot in the college football playoff. Uh, another reason why I think they would win, but hey, I can't go against a really cool memorial like that. Um, very professional. Very criminal if you do. Very professional thing for the Utah Utes to do. And they're a classy program out there in the Mormons. They're a very classy program, those Mormons. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see how this plays out. Um, And I'm ready to move into our NFL Fast 4. Are you guys ready? I got one more on my Fast 4, Debbie. Oh, you do? Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I thought we hadn't gone through all four. My last one. I don't thank God no one's on this game but me, and this is kind of an emotional bet, but also uh, or emotional pick, not gambling advice, emotional pick, but more so fits the stats. I'm taking Notre Dame minus sixteen and a half at home versus Stanford. Gross. Um, Stanford is winless. Notre bad. Dame coming off a big upset win against ranked BYU in the desert last week. Um, I like the Irish in the spot. I think. Uh, Coach Marcus, I forget his last name. Um, I mean, Notre Dame has um, not lost a game since he converted to Catholicism. So, I That's mean, big. the the Catholic boys up in South Bend are finally getting rolling here now that their coach is Catholic too. Um, and, Stan- yeah, Stanford's winless. They don't look good. Notre Dame's kind of on a hot streak here. Um, I think they're going to win this by more than 16 and a half. There's no better play if you're playing with your heart, then to ride with a hot hand. So I, I like that pick, Beer. I mean, it's gross. I'm not going to watch that. I, I will not watch that Notre Dame-Stanford game with all the other great games that are on tomorrow. Well, I have a Peacock subscription. I'm going to watch it. Well, I'm glad you will. <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, we'll run through the uh, what we each have real quick. Um, I have Penn State plus 7, Texas minus 14, Bama minus 7.5, Florida minus 3, Beer. I have Oklahoma State plus three and a half, Clemson minus three and a half, probably four and a half now, but I'll take either. Uh, Florida minus two and a half, and Notre Dame minus sixteen and a half. Sterling, and I got Kansas plus eight and a half, Tennessee plus eight and a half, Florida State plus four and a half, and LSU plus two and a half. It's official. We're taking the dogs this weekend. I wish, the, I wish those were all even numbers so we would have an O O in four week from you, Sterling. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I love I'm trying to look out for my record here on the pod. 
Uh, man, my record's already shot to shit. We're just rolling with it now. We're just seeing what happens. If you didn't take the Falcons every week, you'd probably be sitting around 500. Hey, again, uh, my father, Todd, I love you. Uh, the Falcons uh, can't cover worth a damn right now. <laughs> uh, and to my sweet mother, I'm sorry that I've been swearing so much on this episode. Well, I think I'm ready to talk some NFL football after that 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 slate of fast forwards. Let's hop Absolutely. right into it. Sterling, want to lead us off for your first fast forward pick in the NFL? Sterling Oof. was four zero last week, by the way, against the spread. So he's hot. Yes, yes. So I'm I'm not confident with any slate of games this week. For, yeah. So number one, Me neither Packers. Packers minus seven and a half. It's a lot of points. It's a lot. They had a. They had a. I don't know. A weird game against the Giants. Uh, I I think they bounced. I want to say they bounced back and I don't know. Put the Jets in their place after what they did to Miami. Jets are hot. They are hot. Um. Yeah, 57% of the public is on the Jets. Yeah, so I I don't know. I don't think the Jets are what they put out last week. So here I'm taking Packers, minus 7.5. Yeah, going in Lambeau is a tough barn. Um, I also have Packers, minus 7 in my fast four for the NFL. I like, like Rodgers in the spot. Um, I think this is a bounce back game. I think it was kind of a fluke going over to London and uh, losing to the Giants. Who Giants are hot too. I mean, we can't go not nearly as hot as the Jets, but they're hot. Um, but I think this is a good bounce back spot because um, people are high on the Jets, people are low on the Packers. Uh, but Rogers isn't going to let Zach Wilson and those boys go into Lambeau and get an easy win. I think he's. I think it's going to be a good game, and I'm, I'm with you, Sterling. I, I like the Packers minus seven. And just in case, watch watch the line on this game and see if it goes down. Maybe a point. I don't know. That that would be a solid lock there. If it's only uh, the Packers to cover six and a half, I would totally be on that. But um, if, over a touchdown is a little tough in this spot. The Jets are kind of humming. Uh, I just kind of wanted to stay away personally from that game. Um, but what sure, I am doing, what I am doing this week. I'm sorry, Beer. I'm sorry, Todd. I am fading the Colts. I'm taking Jacksonville plus two and a half. Colts minus two and a half. That's my second. No way. I, I yep. don't see it. I'm fading the Colts. Uh, I don't want anything yeah. to do with Matt Ryan and the Colts. Um, I got this Austin Collie jersey on my sh- chair. I believe Jonathan Taylor is healthy this week. He's going. All right. So that's good, good for them. Um, I, I don't see it. I think Trevor Lawrence has a good week this week. I think Tra- Travis Etienne has a pretty solid week. Um, I see this being a very low-scoring affair um, still. Um, I will bring this up a later uh, later on uh, in the uh, in the podcast as well. Yeah, um, if you'd I, like. I, just, I, just I mean, the Colts have taken – Colts have had 10 straight unders, I think, and the under, over-under on this one's 41-and-a-half. Um, yeah. The, the if I wasn't taking a side, I'd definitely do the total of uh, the under. Um, but this is kind of a spike bet after the Jaguars blew us out week two. Um, 
AFC South matchups are always kind of a toss up because you never really know what the hell is going to happen. As we saw with Texans and Jacksonville last week, prop Sterling. Um, I mean, the Colts tied the Texans. The Colts then got shut out by the Jaguars. The Colts, I mean, the Colts have currently not won a game in their division, um, but they're second in their division. So it's kind of where, when's the chaos going to end? Um, we are missing Shaq Leonard and um, Quiddy Pay this week. So that's kind of some tough strikes against the defense for the Colts. Um, but minus two and a half, I could easily see. Uh, Chase McLaughlin running out there and kicking a nice 50-yarder to win it, and Jim Irsay not burning down Lucas Oil because the Colts are terrible in their own division. Um, as much as I also agree with your analysis, Devitt, um, it would be against my moral code to not take the Colts in this position. I, I totally see where you're coming from, but I, I think the AFC South breeds chaos. You think that the chaos is going to end? I don't see it at all. Um, I see a three and three Jacksonville Jaguars team sitting at the top of their division after this week, personally. Um, and if they're getting if they're getting points, I'm going to take them. Uh, I I don't like words. anything that's going on with the Colts right now. Uh, they barely uh, squeaked one out against Denver. Uh, I think I think Jacksonville beats them at, at home and just embarrasses embarrasses Indianapolis Colts. All right, simmer down a little bit. We don't need to. We don't, we don't need to. We don't need to show. It's not going to be an embarrassing defeat. It's just embarrassing <laughs> that they're going to beat zero two against Jacksonville after this week. Hey man, for some reason Jacksonville's got Indy's number on speed dial, but I'm really hoping they can change this around at home this time. Give them clown time. Yeah, Sterling, with, what do you got? This game with this game, I didn't want to touch it at all. It's I, I got lucky last week. Um, it's not doing it this week. It's gonna be another ugly one because it's again the ASC South. Sorry, beer. Um, but for my second here, I like the Vikings minus three against Miami at Miami. Um, totally agree. Kirk, Kirk yep. has a good matchup against that defense. And uh, I expect a lot of Jay Jettis to go crazy. And uh, I, I don't know what it is. I'm just not really buying into – I know it was one week, but people are pretty high on Skylar Thompson. Is that his name? Uh, I'm not high on Chip Skylark in, in fucking yeah. in Miami. <laughs> I, I don't care. Bottom line, he's a third-string quarterback, and he's going he's gonna to fail at one point or another. Exactly, and I, I, I don't know what all these analysis are from others, um, fantasy-wise especially, but I just don't like it. I don't I don't either. I think it's going to be an ugly offense for Miami on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I'm rolling with the Vikings here. I totally agree. They're my second pick in my, in my fast four as well. Um, I, I'm riding with Minnesota minus three. Like you guys said, there's no real particular games in this slate where I felt comfortable. This was this and only one other pick I felt comfortable uh, like taking uh, against the spread. It, it, it's a third-string quarterback against a very well-coached and well-run Minnesota offense. I I don't see it. If they have to get into um, a shootout, which this game very well could be, I don't trust Skyler Thompson over over a Kirk Cousins not in prime time. So it's a big caveat, but I think they can cover three against a third string quarterback Miami offense. Big point there. Not Kirk 
prime time. Not Kirk and prime not. time. That's true. I'm okay That's betting a- on Kirk Cousins and, and Minnesota when it's not in prime time. So oh, yeah. I'm riding with it. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Sterling, on in the NFL so far. Sweet. Here, you have a second pick? Yeah, this is technically my third. Oh, um, do you also want Minnesota? With, well, no, I I rode with Sterling on the Packers, and then I'm against you for Jacksonville. Oh, that's right. right. You are. I would have I taken the Vikings, but I, I that game kind of scares me because Miami's too unpredictable for me right now. Um, But my third, uh, I'm taking the Cleveland Bronze minus two and a half at home versus uh, New England. Um. As much as I hate to say it, I think Chubbed Up, Nick Chubb, is going to pop off this week, is, uh, which kind of stinks because I'm playing against him since I traded him to Burke. Um, but, I mean, I just – they had an embarrassing loss at home against Chargers last week that they should have won. It was just bad play calling. Jacoby Brisket did not come through. Um, I just – I don't know. I, I think two and a half kind of – there, it's an overreaction for the Patriots blowing out Detroit last week at home. I mean, you're going into the dog pond, and you got some angry Browns players, you got some angry Browns fans. Uh, Cleveland's a tough place to play, and Bailey Zappi. I mean, he's good, but uh, if he wins this week, it's going to be kind of a QB showdown out there in New England. So I don't know how that's going to all play out. Um, but I two and a half is way too close. And uh, I, for some reason, I like Cleveland in the spot. I would like to 100% disagree with you, Luke Beer. Do you got, uh, you got the other side? My third pick this week is New England plus two and a half. You're um, doing that just because Detroit screwed you last week. This is a spite. 100%. This is this is a makeup bet. 100%. 100%. I can I can oh, never yeah. bet against Bill Belichick ever again. I saw what they uh, did you know against what? the number one Detroit offense. They screwed me. It was terrible. I, I hated every second that I had to watch that game. But the, you don't think that they can do that against a sorry Jacoby Brissett and, um, and an offense that can only run the ball with Nick Chubb? I don't see it. I want New England plus two and a half. A hundred percent. There's no. You know what? I, I love. The I can't. There's. I We're can't. Head, head games now. I initially. I initially <laughs> saw that matchup and I was like, "Ooh, Browns!" But then I was. But hey. We're about getting better on this podcast. I can't make the same mistake twice. I'm not betting against Bill Belichick in a two and a half spot again. There's no way. I can't do it. Give I me New England in the two and a half. I can't disagree with you there, but um, Doc Pond two and a half. I think Devitt. I hate to say it, but. I think you're going to wish you did fade Belichick this week. Um, I got – technically, it's listed as my score. fourth pick. It's listed as my fourth pick because, yeah, I, I'm not in love with it. But the Browns can't afford to lose again. If they want any – if they have any playoff hope in this weird division this year, um, it's, it's going to have to come into a big game here at home against New England. They got to pull this one out. I totally agree. Um, yeah, so I, I'm yeah, I there's not much to say about this game because it's gonna be it's gonna be all over the place. It's gonna be very close the whole time. I don't love this pick at all. I really don't. Um <laughs> Cleveland's defense is legit. Bailey Zappi, 
possibly may throw three picks. Who knows? But I, I can't for for the right of me make the same mistake again of fading Belichick. I just really can't do it. I, I, I wanted to take Cleveland because I think they are a very serviceable squad. But I just don't love Jacoby Brissett. I really don't. Um, Brisket is the truth. And I can't, I can't bet against Belichick twice in, in a week because if I if I do, then I'm I'm just an idiot, and I can't. I, I'm I'm not about being an idiot. I want to learn from my mistakes and go from there. If if I end up betting on Bill Belichick and it proves me wrong, like if I'm wrong next week, I'll be okay with it. I'm hopefully I'll, I was I'll be three and one, but I just can't make the same mistake twice. Um, and yeah, I believe both teams are even against the spread this year. So uh, I'm taking the better coach. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I can't really disagree, but also go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Um, I'll I'll start us off to the last pick here. I'm taking. I I usually don't bet my team at all, but I'm liking. The boys plus six and a half against Philly in Philly. Woo! It's gonna be. I, I have a lot of hope for the boys this week. Uh, both excellent defenses. Um, both secondaries are absolutely insane. Um, I just. I don't know what else to say here. Cowboys It'll be a fun game. Gonna have to give me it. It's gonna be a very fun game, and this is the one primetime game we get from the last, what, week or two weeks now, where it's actually going to be worth watching. Um, I don't have a pick. My last pick is not in this game. But as has history has foretold, this is one of the games where the Cowboys are giving you hope. They're giving you hope. They're playing at Jerry's World against a really good Philadelphia. Wait, is it in Philadelphia? It's in Philly. It's in Philly. Oh, Still. Okay, then they're on the road against a really good Philadelphia squad. Undefeated. Undefeated Philadelphia squad. They're giving uh, The boys are giving you hope. Cooper Rush is starting to do something. I guess, guess and who else is undefeated? Cooper Rush. I don't care. Cooper Rush. Their, their offense is, is not as good without Dak. I don't care what anyone else says. The, the numbers don't really lie. Dak has made the... Dak is the cornerstone of the Cowboys' offense. He makes them a top 10 offense, and most of the time, top 7 or 8. It's uh, Cooper Rush isn't the, isn't the same. Uh, I don't I don't see them being able to put up enough points to to compete with Philly. But although I, I don't have a dog in this fight, they very well could. I think I do expect a pretty fun game, um, and I wish you the best, Sterling. But I I would not bet on my own team. Sterling, uh, to assist you on this pick, I looked very heavily at the Cowboys, um, and I was influenced to take them because they are 17-6 and six ATS, their last 23, and Hurts is 0-2 straight up and ATS versus Dallas in his career. Um, for some reason, he can't beat Dallas. Maybe this is the year they change that, um, but with the public still hitting heavy on Philly since they're undefeated and them getting gifted a win last week against the Cardinals, um, 
their teams might be figuring them out, and there's no better team to figure them out than in a divisional matchup um, in a tough barn in Philly. But um, I couldn't take a side on this one. I don't have a stake in this, um, but I was very heavily leaning Cowboys if I did. Yeah, and Philly's going to be dealing with uh, a Dan Quinn defense. And so with that being with that being said, you're going to have a lot of um, different looks um, come your come the front. Um, the secondary is going to be moving around a lot. Um, yeah, they're. I hope they figure out AJ Brown this week because that's going to be the real teller. And somehow, if Micah can can slow down Jalen Hurts, it's going to be very close. If there's so, anyone in the NFL to slow down Jalen Hurts, it would 100 percent be Micah Parsons. I think he's yeah, the defensive player of the year so far this year. But yeah, that's fun. Here, what is your last pick to round out your fa- your fast four in the NFL? This one's going to raise a little hell. I'm ready mm-hmm. on this one. Um, I am going to go out on an absolute limb, and I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers plus ten at home versus the Bucks. What are you doing? I am taking them uh, because Tomlin at home as an underdog is really good. Did you see what happened last week? Atlanta should have beat them. Atlanta I'm should have beat the about Bucks. Pittsburgh. Atlanta should have beat the Bucks. Pittsburgh got blown out because I think I'm just saying it's growing pains for Kenny Pickett. I'm high on the Pickett train. Um, I I mean I'm not high on Pickett at all. I think he's very average. On, what was the? It's just a different shade of Mason Rudolph to me right now. Steelers were 15 and nine straight up. Moment. Against the Bucks and seventeen four and three ATS as home dogs under Tomlin. Um, I think Tomlin's going to figure this out. The Bucks are struggling. Tom Brady is getting a divorce. Um, Antonio Brown is not on the team anymore, but he's committing public acts of indecency in foreign countries. The Bucks players, current and former, are in shambles. Um, I just this is a lot of points, and I think that some reason Tomlin's going to be able to figure this one out. Um, I don't know, man, something I really didn't like this many points. I really didn't know if I liked taking this much with them. Um, but after the Bucks performance last week, um, I'm more so worried about their performance rather than Pittsburgh's performance. There's just too many storylines around this game for me to, to pick a side in this game. It's not my last game of this week. Um, that performance that they had uh, against last week against the Bills. Granted, the Bucks are not the Bills. They have not been able to produce an offense like uh, like the Bills can, and I don't think Bills anyone in the league could except for the Chiefs. But uh, they, they just really didn't look good. I think uh, I think Tampa's defense is on par with the Bills' defense, and from what I saw from Kenny Pickett last week, I I I, I'm, I would not feel safe betting anything on. The Pittsburgh Steelers. The locker room seems to be losing interest in, um, in their head coach, Tomlin. Uh, you have Case, uh, Casey Hayward retweeting Steelers uh, fan post propaganda, saying that they mm-hmm. want uh, Tomlin out. Uh, I just, I just think there's uh, a lot going on in Pittsburgh. Um, there's too much stuff outside of the locker room. Um, on both sides of uh, of the field, that for me to feel comfortable just picking uh, football. 
So I, I had to stay away from the game. Um, I wish you the best of luck, but I, there's just too much going on. Best of luck, Pearson. Yeah, this is uh, this is my least confident, um, but I had to take four, and this one I thought was kind of juicy, kind of fun. This either I'm going to look like a genius or a dumbass after this one, so who knows? Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on in Pittsburgh. I think Pickett's going to be able to figure it out. I think it's growing pains. I think being back in the home barn uh, to a Bucks team that's kind of not playing as they should and got away with one last week. Um, I'm yeah, I'm more concerned about how the Bucks performing than the Steelers, and I think ten's too much. Good analysis for my uh, for my last fa- uh, fast four pick this week. Um, there's just I have to ask the question if we really think that the Buffalo Bills are going to be 16-1 and one to end the year. Because personally, I don't. I don't think that this squad is 16-1. and one. Um, And if there is going to be a game that they lose, I feel like it would be in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes at home, and he's an underdog, give me those points 100, uh, 100 days of the week. Um, I'm surprised that you guys weren't on this game at all. This game should have been in primetime. but scared me too much. I don't want to take Kansas, a side on this one. This one more Kansas I can't City take at home. It. Kansas City at home, underdog. If the Bills the Bills have to lose at least like three games, I think they lose three games this year. Um, I would pencil a pencil in against a top three team in the league. I, I think it's a very consensus that the top three teams in the league right now are the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. So if the, if the Bills are going to lose a game, I hope it's a close one uh, to Kansas City. And I think that'll be a fun game. And it's a crime that it's not on primetime. I agree. Big crime. Um, that was one I was very scared about even touching. I want I, Emotion here, speaking. I want the Bills to win. I, I really want the Bills to win here. Um, I do too. I'm a Raiders fan, man. Yeah, so... I don't know. Personally, I'm staying away, but not a bad take, Devin. It could definitely go in the Chiefs' favor here. I believe this is the first time in Mahomes' career that he's a home underdog. I believe that was the longest span in NFL history for a quarterback to not be a home underdog uh, in a start. So I just don't expect Mahomes to fold this game the Bills. I think Andy Reid's been game uh, penciled this one in early in the year. I think he's been game planning it for a long time, and I'm very excited for this matchup. It's going to be good no matter how you slice it. And I was going to lean Bills in this one just because I want I liked Josh Allen revenge game from AFC Championship last year. Very true. That was the only way I was going to lean if I did at all. Gotcha. I I did want to bring up real quick. I was also surprised that none of us took that um, 49ers Falcons game in Atlanta. I wanted to we take have, the Niners so bad, but the, I really the did. Falcons have been a wagon, man. I couldn't do it. I have an OES, man. They're, they're undefeated ATS this season. I don't so. know. Uh, Niners are banged up, though. Yeah, I know. It's, it, I, that, I, one, that one can easily sway in Atlanta's favor and keep their streak going, um, being undefeated ATS this season. So The Niners are right there for the, those best teams. I think there's those three at oh, the yeah. top, and there's a, that's, that's that tier, tier one. Is those Bills, Eagles, uh, and the Chiefs, and then right under that, I, I I do see Kansas City. They're they're either the fourth or fifth best team in the league, in my opinion. Um, but 
the Atlanta Falcons are really hot against the spread, so I just didn't want to touch it. I wanted to give it one week before I bet on the Niners again because I've been doing it a lot, and yeah, I hate doing it. Would, somehow they are. Somehow Valid they are. All righty. Uh, so let's do a quick little recap. Um, my fast four, I have Jacksonville plus two and a half, Minnesota minus three, New England plus two and a half, Kansas City plus two and a half. Weird. I have the Colts minus two and a half, Packers minus seven, Browns minus two and a half, and the Stillers plus ten. Sterling? And I got the Packers minus seven and a half, Vikings minus three, Cowboys plus six and a half, and Browns minus two and a half. Awesome. I'm feeling real, real good about this. We'll see if we make it eight and I thought you said you didn't. I didn't feel good about the Browns. That pick. But Oh, now, man. hey, you know what, though? After, after He's talking him, himself into it. After our whole oh, analysis here, it just it gives, it gives me hope that I actually have a good fast four. So, there we go. I know I don't, but I'm just here for fun. <laughs> well, fun is a, a great segue into our new segment here at Trust Your Gut. Beer, I'm going to let you take it away with your preposterous picks and plays all right so for the preposterous picks and plays this is one um if you're a betting man that you can't ignore um look at the seattle seahawks first quarter money line why Um, the arizona cardinals have yet to score a single point in the first quarter this season um and the seahawks are second in the league for first quarter points per average um and I believe they're plus money on the first quarter money line. Very um, and I mean, Cliff's better on the on the road because I really was looking at Cardinals minus two and a half for my fast four, but I didn't want to touch it after their performances lately, even though they did well for me and Sterling last week. Um, first quarter, for some reason, their offense can't get going until at least the second half. Um, so that's kind of preposterous. Silly little play, silly little pick. Um, that was super and then one of my other favorites to look at um, throughout the NFL slate is take a look at those interception props. Um, I really enjoy seeing when some of these quarterbacks throw picks against teams they shouldn't be throwing picks against. Um, or even when your own team, if, like I said, if you're a betting man, and none of this is betting advice, it's just for funsies. Um, if you're Take your own quarterback to throw a pick. It hurts, but you get a little little pride boost out of it. So you know it's it's ne- it never hurts to look at them. Uh, take a gander at uh, Matt Ryan to throw one this week. Take a gander to uh, Bailey Zappi to throw one this week. Maybe uh, Skylar Thompson for sure down in Miami um, might not even hurt. Um, who's the other one I was going to take? It's going to be raining picks. I mean. Yeah, take. Oh no, Baker's not even playing. Who's playing? Pan, who's playing for Carolina this week? PJ. I don't know. PJ Walker? Walker. Yeah, or even throw Stafford. Man, that dude's been throwing picks left and right. He has not looked good this season. So I, I like just, I say, ten points was a lot in that game. I didn't want to touch it. No, fair. Um, either way, you slice it. Seahawks first quarter. If you're feeling spicy, look at uh interception props 
defense sack props are always nice. If you're feeling gutsy, maybe even an interception by a certain cornerback prop. They got it all, baby. And it's adds a little spice to your life if you're uh, if you're feeling up to it. Sterling, do you have any preposterous picks or plays that you would love to add on to this? Uh, I do. I just have one. One and one only, and that is yes. Matt Ryan, two plus six. Damn! Oh. Why would you do oh. that? In his own segment. Y'all praying on my downfall, bro. That's I'm not. That's I, I hate to do a beer, but damn! Oh my god, I can't. You should if if there was allowed to, for him. To, if you were allowed to, like, have a pick on him, like giving up a fumble, you should put your mortgage <laughs> on that because that dude has like eleven fumbles in like five games that old i mean god bless him the old line's letting him get back there and it's elder abuse the way he's getting lit up in the pocket so i mean just the old man's got butter i don't hate it but i I hate you for announcing that to the public in direct spite of me i'm sorry no you're not I'm, no I'm no you're not, not. <laughs> i have two preposterous plays that i do like spicy um, sticking with the indianapolis theme um damn it i am gonna take the under in that game uh, and oh, right, now, yeah. right now it's 41 and a half. Um, the under right now uh, in games involving the Indianapolis Colts this year is 5-0 and because of how horrendous their offense has been. I'm, I'm sorry, Barrett. Really, it's been really bad. Oh, um, unders have hit 10 straight games. It's, 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 just, scream, it's just been a wagon. I, I would – if there's anything that's not preposterous about this preposterous play – it would be the history of the under, and I would take the under in that game. Um, my other play, my other play would uh, would be in the Cincinnati and New Orleans game. Uh, I like the over forty three and a half in that game. Hear me out. At ten straight unders. I know Cincy has had an incredible amount of unders. Ten. I know. For the uh, I just believe that this is one of those coming out parties. For the Cincinnati offense, I think they have a good week this week. I do. I say it every week. I think Cincinnati's going to have a great week on offense. I think they. I think they have a coming out party. It's it's been uh, it's been very redundant on my end from that. But I if it's preposterous, I would I would take the over in that game. I think there's going to be some offense. There's got to be some offense in the NFL. Louisiana, I think it comes in that game. LSU. It'll be interesting. Devil's advocate here. What do you say, Beer? Oh, this is uh, Joey B's uh, first game played in Louisiana since he left uh, the, the Tigers down in the Bayou. Yeah, give me some offense in the Bayou, man. I don't know, bro. They looked kind of gross against Baltimore. Give me some yeah, offense yeah. in the Bayou. Hey, you know uh, what? Yeah. They're preposterous plays and picks for a reason. Absolutely. They're just for fun. Yeah. If you, if for some reason you're a betting person, you actually take these, uh, find God, because there's no reason you should be putting any monetary value on any of these. Those, that's the trust your gut part part of this podcast. Hey, yeah, if you if your if your gut's telling you to, then God bless. But um, none of this is gambling advice, and if you no. take it as such, it's just three dumbasses who like to talk about football for a long time on a podcast. So take that as you will. That's all I got for this week. You boys have anything else you want to add? Ooh, yes. Just today, announced. If you are a Darrell Henderson owner for fantasy, please start him. Flex. Lucky Flex bastards. Flex him. 
Cam Akers is out for whatever reason. I personal don't, reasons. Personal reasons. All right, yeah, so it is kind of a whatever reason. Um, yeah, he's worth a flex this week. Why not? He has a favorable, favorable matchup with uh, whoever the hell they're playing again. Carolina. Carolina, <laughs> yes. I, I couldn't think Carolina of Carolina in SoFi, bro. In SoFi. Rams 10-point favorites in that game. Disgusting. Don't that's, even go near that. Ugh, so Watch bad. that game on red zone, and that's all you should do. <laughs> yep. Well, that's all I got. I think I have spoken my mind, my heart, and my feelings about this slate. <laughs> I'm glad we could be your therapist for this NFL slate, Barry. Yeah, I, ca- I kind of uh, lit up LSU earlier. My apologies to all my uh, LSU Tiger uh, fans. Go Tigers. Hey, go Tigers this week. Let's go. Stop, Tom. Gator up. What are you talking about? Facts. It's Tom Petty Day. We're Tom not doing this again. Petty. Hey, well, boys, I hope, you, hopefully I'll see you all at the window. There ain't no easy you way will. out. I'm going eight now. Yeah, baby. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a good one. Always a pleasure, boys. Until next time.